0: far-fetched
1: sounds about right
0: <laughs> could you imagine living right next to the tracks though
1: i had a buddy that lived across the tracks and every time the train he took all the pictures and stuff off the wall and every time the train would come through and it vibrate his whole house
0: yeah no you ever seen you've seen blues brothers huh mm-hmm. when they uh they he sleep right oh, next yeah. to the, the the train and he's like how often does that thing go by so often you won't even know <laughs> you won't even notice i screwed that up didn't i <laughs> Oh, sweet we, man! Are we recording? Yeah, we ready to go, man. Uh, I think. Uh, you think? Yeah, it's rolling.
1: All right. Uh, it's welcome rolling. back. Welcome back. It's Third Coast Podcast in the Hardwood again with Charlie Murray. It's just us duos today.
0: Yeah, man. I feel like we needed to to shake back from that last episode, man. I'm I'm figuring out these mics over here slowly but surely. Man. I'm not. I've never really been a tech guy. You know what I mean? Like I've been, always been more like a shovel guy. You know. <laughs> Get
1: in and do the work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I used to be into computers, and I grew up messing with computers and and you know, figuring out technology and things like that. And then I don't know, this just certain things kind of just led me away from that. I kind of got tired of just looking at screens, and even though I'm I'm guilty about being on my phone all the time, but that even gets tiresome after a while. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but it. That's just how it goes in recording the podcast. We just do it better next week, you know? Find what we, the flaws that we had and fix them and try to come back bigger and better every week.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't realize that, That I mean, these mics are cylinders, you know, but you can't be on one side of them. You'll sound like you're in the next room, you know? It's weird. But, uh, yeah. We're here now. Yep. It's still good content, baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, uh, what you think? Did you take a look? I want to bring this up right and early in the podcast. Take a look at our new website.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Uh you sent it to me. You said that you were working on it, so I didn't um I didn't really do too much of a deep dive. I didn't but uh as far as I can see, it looks good, man. Uh
1: we uh there's a few things that the listen well start out and tell listeners y'all can go check us out at www.thirdcoastpodcast.com. No spaces, no hyphens, no numbers. That's our website. Uh, contact us there. You'll find some cool features in there. It's still a work in progress. We've been putting about a week into it. But uh, you can go in there uh, and live chat with us instantly if you want to. uh, Tell us what's going on. You can listen to every episode that we've posted on all streaming platforms that are out there. But now you can find them on our website. And also on our website, it's got a nice gallery of pictures of us from FET, the past, and just pictures of us in general together at Third Coast. And then uh, coming soon, you can see it already, but uh, Rat Tail Blogs by Jacoby Pace. Uh, he's going to have his own blog on the website. So y'all go check that out. Uh, don't know if it's going to be in the next week or so, but within the next month, you will see the first post on that. Go, you know, comment, see what Kobay has to say on Rat Tails. All uncensored, crazy stuff going to be happening on there. But uh, if you don't want to check our website, check us out on Facebook, Instagram uh apple podcast google Podcasts, spotify y'all know where we're at but so chuck how are you doing today i'm doing
0: great man man we got a crazy thunderstorm happening right now i don't know if uh, the people are going to be able to hear that but it's a rainy day in louisiana it's a trainy day in louisiana you know we got all the sounds over here
1: well when it's raining outside i always like to not be in the rain preferably in sitting down and having a nice conversation so yeah dude. this fits good so the Spooky. other day i got something for you uh the other day me and jacoby kind of got into it behind stuff that was going on with the podcast and trying to get stuff set up so that brings me to a question i've been wanting to ask you when it comes to doing a stuff with a group of people like say your band or stuff and when y'all do bump heads because of course if you're doing anything everybody's gonna bump heads eventually <clears throat> What are some of the ways that, like, you fix the conflict or go about the conflict? You know what I'm saying? To try to find a resolve.
0: Uh, Well, um, that's an interesting question, man. Because we've we've been, you know, as far as I could start with the relationship that I have with my brother. And, um, you know, as much as you can imagine any brothers, you know, arguing and bickering and fighting, uh, that's always been kind of a thing but we've kind of learned through the years come to hone it in or just take it however you will. I don't know. It's hard like I said it's hard to explain, but as far as the band goes, you know, you 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 just work it out. You just do whatever you can to work it out and see the, see from you see it from the other person's point of view and we're all going through different shit, you know. Yeah. All of us um in, in and out of the band and all of it, all different ways. Uh, so we have a tendency to handle things in different ways. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that if that answered your question.
1: Uh, well, yeah, because, you know, when you get a group of people together and try to create something, sometimes there's, you know, conflict of interest or this, that, and the other. But I think the biggest part of why y'all have success and why we have you know a little bit of success also is that we can get through that you know mm-hmm. like it can hit a t and then it's done let's move on you know yeah and let's get to work you know? yeah let's okay that's out the window this is what's happening today let's let's do this and do that
0: mm-hmm. and communication in general man like being able to see eye to eye at least or walk in the other sh- shoes and be able to sit down and listen to them before you, you know, speak, you know, don't just be waiting for your turn to talk. You got to actually listen. All right, um. Yeah, and and that goes outside of, you know, if you're doing a podcast, then you have to have good communication communication skills, you know, even when it comes to texting. You never really know how, how how a person's saying what they're saying through text. I really like the little voice button thing on on your phone, like right next to your text message where you can just hit the button and it's like kind of like a chirp where at least the other person can hear your, your voice and hear the the emotion that you're putting into what you're saying. Cause some things can come off way wrong when you just meaning one thing, you know, like, Hey, I think you should do this. And, but it sounds like, Hey dude, I think you should do this. Yeah. Or, Hey, maybe we should talk about this or, you know, I don't know as far as what the text content is, but just, I, it just—it's always better with a phone call because you're allowed to keep the peace at least on your end and not have any misunderstanding. Because you can actually say, "Hey, I think I'm, you misunderstood what I said." Um, because that happens all the time. Misunderstanding is 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 more dominant than actual communication, in my opinion. There's so many things that that it's so hard to get your actual point across using the human language because the human language is just limited, in my, in my opinion words or there's only there's only so many words
1: i feel that motions run deep in situations like that but i just wanted to bring that up to you to see what your side and your your take on yeah that was a heavy first
0: topic man that was that's why i was so quiet beforehand
1: (laughs) straight straight to him heavy hitter like mike tyson um no uh second thing i want to bring up this is off the spectrum but uh seen in the news today where and some of the was it united Arab? over there in the middle east i I ain't gonna say specifically (laughs) which country but uh they are using drones to shoot electricity into the sky to produce rain
0: oh yeah okay but but, and that's real
1: like they're changing the weather
0: yeah, yeah what do you call that like weather um weather Weather manipulation yeah it's weather manipulation but i think they call it something else i think they've been doing that though like without drones like there's like weather machines that you know like that because they've been trying to do that for 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 centuries i assume because you know when you have a drought you want it to rain so and that affects like how much food people are getting and things like that but that what what you what you get is like, all right? Are you trying to play God or something? And then you get a bunch of people that are riled up over that type of thing. But I don't, I don't, you know, I'm just, neither here nor there, dude. I
1: just think it's. Crazy. I'll tell you what:
0: if they want to control the weather, they should stop these damn hurricanes.
1: Are there the one making them?
0: Yeah, well, that that's a conspiracy. Yeah, are we doing just, conspiracies? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, just topic. Just. <laughs> I wanted to see a little hit to see what you were thinking about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, I, I mean, I did see that, but, uh, like I said, it's, you know, now it's just drones doing it When before it was whatever.
1: Maybe big mega- Ground wonders. robots.
0: <laughs> now they're sky robots.
1: Sky robots. Yeah, dude. Jeff Bezos owns them?
0: I'm sure. I'm sure they didn't go up there and just look at the stars. They're probably up there plotting, bro, because it's the only place that nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, that's another, like, weird thing is I know it's privatized for the space travel and stuff, and it might be, like, a weird topic, but that's kind of how space flight was, too, because once, I mean, not space flight, the actual, like, plane flight, you know, regular Mm -hmm. flight, the governments owned it first, and then it took private corporations to come in and, you know, privatize it why people can fly. That's mainly where the airlines come from. Because it was used mainly for military back in the day. Now, space travel is traveling down the same thing, where we look, as me as an average person, I look at it like, I can't go to NASA. I can't go and fly into space. But Jeff Bezos took an 18-year-old and a 78-year-old woman into space. Yeah. Through private, Mm -hmm. you know. So, NASA don't give you hope that you can get it, unless you're the most smartest, brightest person in the world. Then they'll send you up in space, but...
0: Or the, you got, or the
1: richest, or the richest. You know, you can buy a ticket and go. I don't know. It's two different paths. Both are weird.
0: And both of it ain't us. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, I ain't go- I don't
1: even know why I'm even talking about. I, I would never be able to afford a ticket in the space. I
0: just want to take like, a big slingshot, man. Just slingshot me up there, dude. Nah, how much? How much? Like that's a lot of like, a lot of fuel that they're burning into the atmosphere. So how how much more yeah. can we do those and like and it be legitimately? reasonable for how messed up our environment already is yeah because because planes know, are already destroying it and i don't mean, know how much cars are doing but i can't i can't imagine a rocket being much better
1: you know in uh in europe in the next 10 years they said uh they're trying to make it where they don't have no gas powered cars anymore in europe Yeah, in right the here. next next 10 years and they're banning uh smoking too
0: I think Volkswagen is going all electric from now on. Like There's certain car companies that are saying, all right, we're just going to go electric now. It's more, it makes more sense. Because it does. I can't wait to be in a car and it's just driving me somewhere.
1: Yeah, especially if you drive all this. You drive all over the place, especially all over Louisiana, too.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Hop in, push a button like I'm New Orleans police, and mm-hmm. lean the seat back.
0: Yeah, real nice. What? Play Tetris. Solitaire.
1: <laughs> Ain't the new Tesla self-driving?
0: Oh yeah, dude. My car, my Subaru, is pretty much a like it, it. It it does like auto auto um auto cruise and auto assist. It has cameras on the on the windshield and picks up the lines on the road and it'll auto correct you if you start veering off. It'll just veer you back into the lane. You know, it doesn't drive itself, but yeah. it basically does. Like it'll it'll brake when you come up on a car uh brake hard and a break when you when you're about to back into something too much honestly but
1: it's crazy how far like just with the how far the car industries came and then the advancement in technology combining them together how many different features you got i remember the first vehicle i got in it was a stick and you just had to shift it you know learn how to drive a stick now you get in you it ain't even a key no more it's push button for mm-hmm. most cars
0: yeah yeah, everything's auto assist, man. Pretty much pretty soon that we won't even have to take trips, we'll just send our robot person
1: to go do it for us. <laughs> go do it for us. Well, I don't know if you saw, but in the Tokyo Olympics in the final basketball game, uh they brought out at halftime a legitimate life size robot to shoot basketball, and the robot made a three and made it from half court on the first try. Yeah.
0: You know that's what I'm saying, bro. But I don't know, where's the soul? Yeah, the, you gotta the part of the part of the watching basketball and sports and stuff is, is seeing the risk that these people take to to do to see how far you can push the human body and you know even though Robot Wars was tight that was a tight ass show that was a great show Robot Wars you remember that
1: that's when they built the robots to fight each other yeah, right dude. yeah and they have like <laughs> the big claws and the things coming out the ground yeah. and the fire <laughs> dude,
0: that that was lit bro but well, we can have both. I watch some robots, but like if even if you are watching you'd have to have an equally equal robot that could play defense as well as the other robot can play offense for 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 us to be able to watch it.
1: A robot basketball,
0: that'd be crazy, dude. I'd watch it. I like entertainment. Entertainment in all in all shapes and forms. Just as long as I don't know that's where the government comes in and, like, how are how are people that are in charge of all this going to control these robots who can, who are stronger physically than the human body? Because yeah. there's somebody programming those robots to be able to shoot those threes. They could easily program them to take over the world <laughs> if they can do that on the first try every time.
1: Yeah, it's a scary thought how far... Well, we come to the day where technology... We no longer are the crafters of technology, where technology crafts us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we're, they're going to only... Eventually, something's going to fall through the cracks like it always does. And when it does, it's going to be ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Unless I hope they have I'm... a
1: kill switch or something. EMP the world.
0: I don't know. I don't know. This is getting a little out of my <laughs> out of my um, spectrum. No, sorry, regular. I don't know. It's just really it's not it's not just it's not really my bag, man. I like thinking apocalyptic, like what happens after the robots take over, you know, like. <laughs> but then again, I don't know. I don't want to be labeled as one of those guys.
1: <laughs> conspiracy theorists.
0: No, just I like I like I like zombie movies and stuff like that, and like I really like zombie movies. They're they're so much fun to me. Like all different types, slow ones, fast ones, like old ones new ones
1: did you like the new one that came out on Netflix Army of the Dead
0: yeah I did like that one it was extra gory which is right up my alley there was some some things that were just that were okay but as far as like the graphics and and the, and the story it was pretty cool
1: so what would be your favorite zombie movie if you had to put a, if you could put a label on it what would it
0: be um Either one of the, either, probably 28 days later, and even better, the 28 weeks later was a really good sequel to that movie. Um, And the zombies are, like, some of the first, like, fast-moving, crazy zombies. You see why?
1: I, and then it only, instantaneous infection, too. Mm-hmm. It happens, like, really fast.
0: That, and I probably probably wouldn't like it as much now. Even though I think I've seen it recently, is uh, "I Am Legend" with Will Smith. It's one. It's a pretty good. It's one of his later movies that is actually pretty good. But I did see it. You know, when I was younger in theaters. But uh, anytime you put a dog in a story and the, the dog has to has to die, it's like, dang! It just makes it so real to me. <laughs> but um, you know, because that's like post-apocalypse there's a zombie apocalypse and you're by yourself and all you have is your family dog you know like that's some that's some real home, close to home type stuff you know and your your, your dog's a, a german shepherd who can help you fight crazy infected zombies i think that's pretty dope <laughs> but yeah
1: so no uh was it day of the
0: dead dawn of the dead the dawn of the dead yeah. i like sean of the dead even oh, better with simon Pegg. yeah yeah, I, I would actually prefer Shaun of the Dead. Because, like, and, like, um, what is the one, Zombieland with, um, yeah, Zombieland. Oh. With, what's his w- name? Not Michael Cera, but the other dude. It look, kind of looks like him.
1: I can't think of his name. I'll talk to him. Hey, he searches for Twinkies the whole time. During yeah. The
0: movie. Like, that's a it's comedy like- zombie movie, and I, I enjoy that, dude. Anything, especially anything with a Bill Murray cameo. Because, like, anything that Bill Murray signs I mean like cameos in even for a little bit, that means he co signs the movie, so it's gotta be a good one, you know? I think. If Bill Murray likes it and he's willing to cameo in it, then it's then it's dope to me.
1: The first one's good, the second one fell off a little bit. I didn't like it that much.
0: Yeah. The double tap I that, think yeah. was called. I mean it was it was I didn't turn it off. Um, but I rarely it's gotta be a bad movie for me to turn it off, like a even a bad bad movie, I'll watch because it's almost to a comical point. Whereas if it's just if it's just bad, or even closer to just okay or boring, yeah. Some movies are so bad they're not even boring because I laugh at like how bad the acting and like how bad like how cheap the budget was and stuff like that. You know, that's interesting to me just to see from a perspective of you know just a, a movie watcher. You know, some bad movies are good.
1: <laughs> those B rated movies. Yeah. Ain't that those, what they're called? Those are purposely
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, awesome. I really enjoy those, yeah. I got a buddy that collects VHS, John Curry. And uh he's got an enormous VHS collection. He's an interesting cat.
1: Well, you're talking about collections, uh well people collecting stuff, um, Good Earth Records, you you know mm-hmm. about them? Yeah, Blake and Doug. Yeah, I found out about them yesterday. Really? Yeah, and they're gonna uh join us on Fet to Void for an episode.
0: Du- uh, Blake and Doug? Uh, Doug. Doug, yeah, okay. Yeah. You should get Blake with him because they're gonna they're the ones that are gonna be doing the records tour when I set up Xander's. Yeah. We were hoping to set up Brady uh, with Riverboat Coffee, and. Al is going to do the bike shop right in, in the room, along with Doug and Blake, who are going to put the record store together right there, and I think the, uh, the Quickening probably going to do a set, a little, a little secret set. Shh. <laughs> it's not a secret anymore.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm interested to check them out at Fit this year, you know. A lot of stuff we got going on is all surrounded about uh around fit, but uh if y'all come out, make sure y'all check out third coast podcast merch table. everything is free you don't we don't want none of your money just come take everything off the table you want <laughs> steal this merch, yeah, it's all free magnets there's gonna be koozies, stickers uh take a take a business card take ten business cards to give to people you know um there's also gonna be glow sticks you want you know something to you know, twirl around or just have something to wear at night. Gonna have a whole table full of that, too. So, y'all make sure y'all stop by and check us out.
0: Or you can bite into them glow sticks and drink them, son. That'll give you the chills.
1: You remember, I don't know if you ever done, but you remember, like, breaking them and, like, actually cutting into them and pouring them into your hair?
0: Yeah, dude, it's going to burn your skin.
1: <laughs> All of them great activities we've done as children.
0: Yeah, bro. You ever seen the video where the dude puts he puts a glow stick in the microwave? No. And he like he pulls it out and starts shaking it around and it blows up in his face. And his dad like runs into the room and he's like, What'd you do? What'd you do? How you I think he like calls him a dingus or something. Anyways, that made the video.
1: Hold up glow stick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you gotta watch that.
1: Mike up. Man, that sounds crazy. i might about to check that out. There's <laughs> always something new. It's on the just internet. one of
0: those viral videos, dude. That's I think constant. it was on Tosh or something.
1: Oh, Tosh. Oh. Is he still around? Does he still do a TV show? Where he got canceled. Yeah, I
0: think Tosh. is still going, and uh, I think I, just, I followed a comedy store on Instagram, and he just didn't like. He just randomly showed up, did a set. That's really cool to me. I'm I'm so into comedy now, man. I listen to more comedy than... The than music. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit as a musician, but... There's, it's just such an interesting lifestyle to me. Because you can... You can be a musician... And not to compare the two, but... You can be a musician and cover people's music and make a living being a musician. But you can't do that with comedy. You can't go up and pretend to be somebody else or play somebody else's jokes you got to write your own jokes you got to be your original person and like get on that stage and be like hey all you have to accept me and like me and think i'm funny and like that is not an easy thing to do as like you know as far as originality goes and uh i think that's one like i mean don't get me wrong it's, it's awesome to cover music and and play cover music it's just there's there's a certain level of of lacking in in the soul when you, when it, when you do that uh instead of writing your own and coming up with your own stuff even though everything is pretty much borrowed and recycled as far as what we what we are are able to come up with now because it's almost like it's easy to get deterred from creating new stuff because it's like what else could you possibly create but that's the beautiful part about music is somebody's always thinking of something new. Um, It's just whether or not it's just recycled versions of older music. Um, A lot of people say that a lot of people have a problem with that band Greta Van Fleet um, because they're like, oh, they're just ripping off Led Zeppelin. You know, they have their own original lyrics, but it all sounds exactly like Led Zeppelin songs, but you can't knock them for that. You know, like that's their influence that's what they want to do and they're killing it and you can't knock it because they're moving the masses so i tip my hat
1: yeah i could i can see where you come from with all that i mean i try to be funny but i i just can't do it it's not in my character i can i can get one or two laughs every now and again but to go up on stage and try to do a 45 minute set well it's that, not just
0: about being funny it's about being original and like you're, the point is, you're not a comedian; you're you're a podcaster. And like, <laughs> I think you're funny, but as far as going to, yeah, you're right. Going to do like a 45 minute set where you're trying to make people like just joke after joke after joke, that is not easy to do. And you see, and like some of the best comics have bombed. You know, the, you have to bomb. You have to go, you have to some you have to go do sets that are bad, bad until you get good at it. You know, and even the best, even the best ones still bomb, and they'll tell you. That's what I really think is cool.
1: i seen a little thing. Kevin Hart talked about it uh, how he would go to this uh, spot, and I want to say it was in Los Angeles, but this little place that he would go and hone in on certain jokes. Like, he'll just, everything that he wrote down, he would go and send it in front of this crowd, and he would keep what was good and, you know, annex what was bad before he would go to a bigger venue. Then he would go to the bigger venue. And if it worked then at the bigger venue, then he would step it up and keep moving. But if he would get to, like, a certain size venue and it wasn't killing it the whole way, he would go all the way back down to square one. Mm-hmm. And he would start again at the bottom.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's and then, just a bunch of trial and error.
1: And then offending people, too. Like, comedy's got to be hard because you you got to worry about how, offending people, not pushing buttons, saying no, the wrong thing.
0: I, honestly, though... That's another reason why I enjoy comedy because it is the last place where you can express yourself as far as as joking. Like, hey, I'm on stage doing a comedy bit. This is a joke. If you can't take that serious, if you have to take that seriously and you get offended by something, you should, probably shouldn't be at a comedy show. Um otherwise, you know, I, I, if you're being blunt and you're out on the street and you're you're spreading hate speech, it's totally different than making a joke on a stage at a comedy show. Uh, you know, how else are you supposed to play a character? Like some of these characters, character, these comics characters are like that is their character, like a uh, um, a person that jokes about other people's race. You know, like that's what that's their bit. So if you're if you're working out a bit, you should be able to to work it out however you want. You know, otherwise, you know, there's some people that laugh at at like jokes that are, and like even the pe- person of that that race. Or color. Laughs at it too. And they make the jokes as well. But you just got to understand setting. And you know don't make that joke. And that's another problem with like media and stuff. People cut clips. And like only show a certain part of a bit. And then it makes somebody look way worse than they actually are. It's just. But you're right. It's hard. But it's also not. Because comedy is the last safe space for people express themselves however they want in the gu- in in the form of comedy trying to make you laugh if it's, but if it's not funny then you're gonna have a you're gonna have a rough time making those type of jokes
1: then uh who is a com- uh, comedian you've been listening to recently then that's like that's top notch that you would recommend to somebody
0: uh tom segura for sure i mean he's just like i've been listening to a lot of comedy podcasts uh theo vaughn is one of my favorites uh Tony Hinchcliffe does a show, he's in Austin now, but it's called Kill Tony, and it's, he has like a panel of of comedians.
1: Uh, uh, Shout out to Jacoby, showed me that before. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hilarious, bro. He records it on stage, right? Mm
0: -hmm. So people in the audience put their name in a bucket, and you get 60 seconds to go up and do your comedy bit. But then afterwards, he interviews you with the panel, and there's a band and stuff. And it's just like sometimes the comedy bit, the 60 seconds that these people do are horrible. But the interview is just hilarious because they're just like doing banter back and forth. And they're, it's kind of like a roast. But it's all it's all in good fun because like after the interview, they get serious and they give them like comedy tips and stuff and tell them they're good. But at first you go up there, you go up there to get roasted. Like it's no matter if you're good, you still get roasted. <laughs> it's still it's funny. Everybody gets roasted. <laughs>
1: I need to get back on that.
0: Yeah, man. It was, uh, in my opinion, it was better before he moved to Austin. But during the quarantine and stuff, he had to move the whole thing to Austin. It was better there because the band that he had on stage were comedians as well. Mm-hmm. And they dressed as, like, characters every time. And they all had, like, that was where they made jokes from that point of view. And when, now that he moved to Austin, he actually has Gary Clark's old band. And. And they're good musicians, but they don't make the jokes and stuff like the other com- comics did in L.A. But we got some buddies that are playing The Void that do their after-party every week. Um, really, mm, Now At Small the Vulcan world. Gas Company. This band, Nether Hour. Yeah. They'll be at The Void. Did you get them on? Good Phil? Austin band. I don't know if you got any of those.
1: That's what, uh, actually coming into i got to talk with the guys on how many episodes they want to do because <laughs> and that's something i gotta ask you to do uh because as of right now i uh have nine spots and the 10th would be if you you know iceman or holly rock wants to do an episode at the void or not but i don't know if they want to do more than 10 episodes or not at the void but i already got nine people uh
0: Wait, you? Oh, you don't want? You don't know if Jacoby and them would want to do ten episodes? Oh uh,
1: no, we're we're going to do ten for sure. But oh, yeah. I don't know if they want to do more than that yet because I, oh, yeah. I haven't talked to Terrence in a couple weeks, really. And well,
0: what we'll do is we'll get you the schedule of music, and you'll be able to decide how many you want to do in between those and how you can schedule those. We'll try to get that to y'all before we actually drop it. So
1: yeah, that'd be it'd be very helpful. Uh, yeah. Rillo, Zach. Cardboard Cowboy Bakery Five Brew, uh, Bakey's Brew, Acid Carousel. I might say Rhea Rosa. Hmm. R- Rosa. R- Rio Rosa. Uh, D- DJ Doug Funny. Uh, Kaylee the hardest. Kylie. Kylie. Uh, why I keep? I don't know why I do Dude. that. It's like I'm dyslexic or something when it comes. Cause I did that last night with China. She's like, "That's no." I was like, "Oh man." <laughs> and uh, Secret Handshake.
0: Yeah. So
1: that's uh the nine people yeah, we have lined up um, for Lady episodes. Lady Lavender
0: and, and our buddy Niall. So,
1: but all the artists are great, and we always talk to everybody yeah, as much if... people for sure. But these are just people that y'all can look forward to listening to on the podcast when we drop the episodes after uh, the Devoy, October first and second too. If you forgot.
0: Yeah, man, it's gonna be great this year. Yeah, if you can get all those interviews, it's gonna be. That's gonna be awesome. I'm have a lot to listen to, <laughs> cause I I've, I so much enjoyed y'all y'all uh, episodes at every one. Like, it makes me every time I listen to them, it makes me feel like I'm there again. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I wish we would have got more last year, but I was we I was on a crazy shift at work, so.
0: Yeah, I think we 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 kind of put y'all in a bad spot too. Y'all are in the bar. Now that y'all are gonna be outside this year, it's gonna be awesome.
1: Yeah. So uh, y'all smell that sweet aroma. Unless your staff, you ain't getting no barbecue. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna cook up both days. It, they're gonna have a thing about doing a sauce pecan. Oh yeah. on Friday, and everybody can just come up, you know, like because we're gonna be in that staff area, you know. Yeah.
0: If so if y'all, man, that'd be great. And then I'm gonna I'm trying to get as much day. food cooked over here as possible, uh, for like staff and production and artists, and then, you know, because I think. You know, I'm not trying to give anything away, but a Blue Oak Barbecue out of New Orleans is supposed to be helping us out a lot with food this year. So that's going to be huge. And so they'll be able to take care of General Mission. And that, that's some good barbecue, bro. It's located on Carrollton Avenue. Shout out Blue Oak Barbecue. have
1: to check that out, too. You said Blue Oak? Yeah. How long, you know how long they've been down there?
0: Um. So they started as, like, a pop-up at this place called Cheeky Wawa on Canal Street. And uh, it was just a little bitty, a little bitty barbecue joint, like, kind of t- attached to it. Yeah. And now they've got a full operation on Carrollton Avenue. And big place.
1: What's one of their most – what's something you ate there that stood out the most? That-
0: well, it's like, you know, they got the pulled pork, the brisket, the, you know, the the trilogy. Pulled pork, brisket, and – uh. Like chicken, but all their stuff is good. They do the spicy chicken sandwich like nobody else. Uh, their wings are fire. Everything, bro. It's just good barbecue.
1: Man, it's making me hungry right now. <laughs> always find we always on the podcast. Always find a way to like journey down some food topic at least oh, yeah. one time.
0: It's a Louisiana podcast, man. What you expect?
1: <laughs> How long we been in for right now?
0: Thirty-four minutes.
1: Ooh, damn. It's a long yeah, time. Man.
0: Yeah, I actually got about twenty more minutes and I'll have ten minutes till that meeting that I have to be at. That mating, bro. It's a void meeting. We do uh we have a board of directors for our non profit and we meet every Tuesday.
1: What y'all do like a uh, Zoom call on that?
0: Uh house party. But pretty much like Zoom.
1: Oh, house party's like an app on
0: yeah, it's an iPhone app, or I think you can get it for Android too. But it's nice because, you know, you can see everybody. And again, like, that's, like, we. I try to stay away from group text and things like that. And we've been doing this app called Slack. It's a business communication app. And it's free, and they have certain channels for topics, and... Everybody can go and comment under certain threads and you, it's all saved and you can search conversations and kind of save and organize these conversations instead of just letting everybody loose on a group text. So, you, you know, if you want to talk about marketing, there's a channel for marketing and you go and select that. If you want to talk about tickets, you go and select that and you, and you discuss that in, in that particular channel. And it's just helped with, with our communication as far as the board so, so much. So I actually love that app.
1: Might have to check that out. We might could use that for the podcast. Absolutely, man.
0: It might help, too. Absolutely. Yeah, you should write that down for sure. Slack.
1: Slack. Oh. I might as well write it down cause if I don't, I'm going to fucking, I mean, I'm going to forget. <laughs> I've been doing good, too, the whole time.
0: It's okay, bro. This Third Coast Podcast, man. We're keeping it G comparatively. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's there's definitely episodes where uh we probably lose that but that's that it comes and goes. If, you nah, know, man. you sometimes you lose listeners, sometimes you gain five new ones. Uh Exactly. I mean, we're not perfect. No one's perfect and to expect us to come in here every week and give you the most top-notch quality <laughs> in the world, you're not going to get it here. I'm sorry. We're going to give you the best we can and strive to be top-notch one day, but you got to bear with us and that, I think odd. that's Probably one of the best things about the podcast. Yeah, you, we you, just try. We try our best, and some got, days you're gonna get the cream of the crop, mm-hmm. and some some episodes you just bear with us. We we'll try to do better next week.
0: Yeah, you guys have come so far though, man. I really enjoy, like the quality of of your 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 regular episodes now is is, is really good. So, except for the last one that I, I produced, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs>
1: It's all right. This one's going to be a lot better.
0: Um, yeah, I can already tell our voices are much better than last time.
1: It's always fun hanging out, just talking, you know?
0: Yeah. It's so therapeutic, man. Especially me. I'm trying to cut back on the party in a little bit, so this is like giving me a, a new avenue of just like like a, a new hobby, if anything, because... I podcasted with my dad the other night just for an hour after we got done and he's like who what you going to post that on I was like this is just for me I didn't even realize how much this was going to be meaningful for me just to be able to sit down with even my family members my friends and just practice doing this and like saving these recordings for myself just knowing that you know years from now I'll have an hour long conversation on record with you know my old man it just means a lot to me. I think, you know, and I'll have it forever. So, it's just, like I said, it's like a kid carrying around a recorder all day, basically what I'm doing. Eventually, I want to, um, turn it into a full production and with cameras as far as my project with uh, Marty Miner, Elvis Freshly. Marty in the morning. But, uh, you know, I just want to make sure... I want to find a guy who does multicam production, because, th- like I said, I'm not a techie person. There's only so much I can do as far as this, and I want to I wanna do, like, ten episodes, like a season yeah. of, like, recorded stuff, or recorded video interviews, and then that way, I'll, season one will be done. I'll be like, okay, season one's over. We'll talk about season two in another time, because I'm just so busy, my schedule is ridiculous. So it's hard for me to commit to something every week. But if I record ten episodes and backlog them, then I can release them in ten weeks' span, you know? Yeah. Or every two weeks.
1: Well... Hey, you're helping me too. The only thing I gotta do is receiving an e- email, and do light editing this week. This is very light edit week for me.
0: Yeah. So if I can if I can get the studio like running over here, because eventually if I don't find that guy that can do it, then I'm just gonna figure it, figure it out myself, and just, it'll be you'll have to bear with it. It'll be low quality production, but you know the content is there. You know. So if I don't find anybody, I'm just gonna have to grit my teeth and figure this thing out. Do some multi cam and figure out how to video edit and stuff, so
1: are you going to record that all at the hardwood or
0: i don't it just depends like if I can find a good producer, then I'll probably go wherever he is since he'll probably have more gear as far as cameras and things like that and and this this thing this setup right here is fully portable that it all fits in that blue box over there, so and I can just bring that and then if he can edit the video portion of it, then I can still do this this sound but a lot of video guys want to do the sound too so this is literally just i don't know for me to get better at you know the interview process just speaking in mics in general because i am from the south and it's hard for me to articulate because of so many years of just mumbling through my sentences and not thinking that i was gonna have to eventually have to speak on on mic and on camera and things like that but I want to do that. I never realized that I wanted to do it, but here we are.
1: And <laughs> traveling down the path.
0: Yeah. It's fun. It's like, like you said, it's, it's therapeutic and like now it's a hobby for me more than more so than anything. But I just, I I have certain connections where i, I and friends that are so talented and, and in this industry that I just really, I think that's, it's something not just for me, but a lot of people would like to, to hear so and same goes for y'all man y'all are on the same path and we're all gonna crush this thing
1: <laughs> yeah the uh the camera part actually is what we've had problems is still to this day you know because we only got one camera but when you look at more of the famous podcasts especially the ones that are on mm-hmm. uh, youtube and whatnot they have what you said multi-cameras and yeah. they have a lot of video editing when like say someone's like i'm talking right now the camera the picture will go right on me as i talk mm-hmm. and then it just switches around and stuff yeah. so like our youtube we got videos we actually have a a licensed thing for the beginning of our youtube videos but we only got one camera system mm-hmm. and then we got to get the multi-camera set up but it's all a work in progress it's just time just learning how to run some of the the audio programs and getting the right mics going using like these kinds of what what are they called uh
0: omnidirectional
1: no, the uh the cords.
0: Oh, XLR. XLR, yeah. yeah.
1: Going from USB to that. You analog
0: know? is what you'd say USB to analog. I'm pretty sure, but again, don't don't <laughs> check me on that, dude. I'm, uh, I was a, a skateboarder before I was a musician. I was never a, a, a computer guy. But, yet here we are.
1: <laughs> Tackling the electronical world and trying to make something beautiful out of it
0: I for w- one welcome our robot overlords <laughs> 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 I,
1: I like that you brought that back. I totally already <laughs> forgot about that they They start with basketball and then they're going to be the president of the United States for everything but you want you got anything else let's
0: start uh let's start talking about the void man and we can get back to it
1: and travel back down. So,
0: we got a killer um, Zydeco band that's on the, the on, that got dropped on Phase Two. We just dropped Phase Two. We'll just keep it keep it short. We just dropped Phase Two of um, Fed Du Void. Go check it out. All those all those bands that, that were just added to the lineup are are, are are some that you've heard of, some that you haven't. It's worked really hard on putting this together, so you guys go check it out. At uh get your tickets. Uh October first and second.
1: I'm gonna find it eventually. What's that? Up oh, I I lost it. The lineup? Yeah, oh no, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Oh. Oh look, there's that band you were talking about earlier. Nether Hour. Mm-hmm. They're out of Texas.
0: You Austin. See? Austin, Texas.
1: Yeah. Is there any other bands coming out of Texas? On the lineup.
0: Well, Rillo's out of Texas. Zach Edwards. Well, Zach kind of, kind of from Texas. I don't know where Zach Edwards is from.
1: <laughs> not know Rillo was from. Te- I thought Rillo was from like Baton Rouge or New Orleans or something. Based out of. I didn't know he's based out of Texas.
0: I want to say maybe he used to live in Lake Charles, but I'm not. I couldn't. I couldn't be. You can ask him when you interview him. All
1: right. <laughs> I'll make sure to make a note of that to ask him that. And if y'all want to check out the first interview with Rillo, it don't actually have a number. It's just the Rillo interview. You don't have yeah. to scroll down through 124 episodes, but it's down there <laughs> around the 40s, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, Loudness Wars is a band that I'm pretty excited about. That's going to be really dope. Uh, they're out of Baton Rouge. They're a psych rock band. Uh, along with Captain Green, our homie Ross Hoppy. Uh, I've been watching Captain Green since before I even had a band. So it's really cool dream come true to get those guys out here and for all of them to be just come full circle
1: so what type of rock,
0: captain green no oh what? uh loudness war, psych rock the psych rock, yeah, they they got like some vibes like the o c s or King gizzard, and um their homies out of Baton Rouge so really stoked about because i've been hearing about him for for at least three years now and seeing videos and it's crazy that we haven't met up with him, but here we are there's gonna be an amazing light show at um at the void this year and mad alchemist liquid light show mm-hmm. he's gonna be everywhere and it's like a lot of like drippy projection mapping drippy colors and i'm saying drippy with a d not trippy although it will be both but he uses like watercolor and oils to to mix these like psychedelic like patterns, and it's really cool. You can follow him on ins- Instagram, Mad Alchemist Liquid Light Show. There's gonna be a late night spelling bee too. I don't know if you saw them. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. What's that about? It's just a spelling bee, literally. Like a like a spelling bee. Oh,
1: I'm definitely don't need to <laughs> be nowhere around
0: that. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Yeah, Mike Dillon got dropped. He's gonna be there. We got Roddy Romero, Michael Juan Nunez, Quarks. That dude Alric, I think he hit you up on your post. He's he's a cool cat out of Baton Rouge too. Mm. Yeah, man, Otto would be a good interview. I don't know if you've had him.
1: We tried to get him at the first one, but the way everything lined up, it didn't happen. Maybe this year I'm gonna have to reach out to him.
0: You should get AJ and Chris Runny on here, Slob and Blob.
1: I'd have to message him. I didn't know that.
0: We can call him right now.
1: (laughs) You think he's gonna answer?
0: Yeah. I'll call AJ. Sure.
1: While we wait for this phone call, make sure y'all check us out on all streaming platforms, all social medias, everywhere www.thirdcoastpodcast.com If you want to live chat and say hi to Third Coast, just go there and click that little button down there.
0: AJ What's up, buddy? What you doing, man? <laughs> To the badges of honor. They, need <laughs> they just smile from the cheek when they see a gesture. Take advantage of those who cannot see them. Just are not willing to step on the faces of those who trust them.